A very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards living a better life. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational messages and transformational stories out into the world so others may benefit. Hi everybody, welcome to our podcast and I say our because it's the Feel Fabulous podcast with myself, Hina Solanke and the Mastering the Game of Life podcast with Paul D. Lowe. So welcome and welcome to this episode when we're going to be talking about growth, one of the fifth human needs. So hopefully you've been following this series of ours, which is going to be part of six. And we've been talking about each part of the human needs. And today we are going to talk about growth. So hi, Paul, how are you? Um, hi, Ina, I'm fine, thank you. And it just, I'd just like to share, listeners, right at the outset, that felt really, I mean, it felt good, but it felt weird. Because obviously, as half of this co-creation podcast, and that used to, I suppose, the certainty of hello listeners and welcome to this mastering the game of life and to hear somebody else do that is um yeah is a little uncertain but um anyway <laughs> i digress i digress but positive all the same i hope oh absolutely definitely definitely good good great so today we're going to talk about growth um and uh, how it how it really you know what does it mean it's uh, for me it's a desire to learn grow evolve and I would say growth for me is it still is um in my book dance with the universe I always talk about learning and growth and I talk about it that we start and we as far as I'm concerned for me I will never finish I will keep learning till the day I die um there's so much to learn so much to take in um better ourselves and make you know just bring out the best in us would you agree absolutely continuous you know the japanese in the uh, in the sec- after the second world war they built a whole they built a country around this culture this continuous improvement keep going keep going keep going to such a point where even one of the great american uh, quality gurus uh, dr edwards deming he actually defected over to the Japanese. If defected is the right word, and he built mm-hmm. he built this the, the whole country, the economy, the culture, everything on the back of exactly what you're talking about. You know this this wow. continuous improvement and this growth. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That really is. It's so important, isn't it? But so I mentioned earlier, we'd be talking about the human needs, the six human needs through the week, uh, through the week, through the episodes, even, and. Uh, you know, to come to this point now, growth. So we've talked about certainty and you mentioned that, or uncertainty even, variety, significance, love and connection. But they can't, that you can't get to growth, don't you feel, without kind of fal- finding that balance within those four human needs. Because the last two that we're covering are kind of, it works in that order, don't you find? Yes, you, th- those first four, um, certainty, uncertainty or variety, uh, significance and then the fourth one love and connection they are they they're, they're like the the foundation they're the the core human needs you've got to have that core in place those four basic human needs met before you mm-hmm. then as you can as you said uh, Hina, sort of escalate if that's even the right word listeners um, and go on to the the last two higher spiritual needs of growth and ultimately contribution yeah 
Yeah. So what would you say, how, how have you, where would you place yourself in this growth part? What have you, what do you feel you've done and balanced in your life with growth? What a fantastic question that is. Wow. Where do we start? Have you got a spare 36 hours? Um, <laughs> blimey, growth. It's interesting because even in my darkest days, uh, and I say days, what I should have said is even in my darkest decades, um, <laughs> I always knew somewhere, and this is, sounds really contradictory, listeners. You know, I'd end up on park benches. And I would sabotage and throw away everything that I'd built up, be that a relationship. You know, I've always earned decent money. You know, I've always got myself in a good position in life, but I'd throw it away. You know, it was, there was deservedness issues there. There was, there was a whole kind of all the stuff that, you know, has been spoken about on previous Mastering the Game of Life podcast episodes. So, but I always knew somewhere deep inside there was that, okay, I'll pull this back. I'll pull this back. And I don't know when, but I'll pull it back. And when I do, I'll pull it back with interest on top. Now, that's wow. in, ter in terms of building or rebuilding relationships, that was very, very, very difficult. Because when you've hurt people through what they perceived as your selfishness, you're wasting your life. Some people just had to go in and just pull away completely for the hope for their own self-preservation. And mm -hmm. I include family members in that. So my growth has been from that very, very dark, desperate, suicidal place to one of living a life of fulfillment, childlike curiosity, acceptance, of all the things that we've spoke about, really, Hina, on the, on the uh, you know, the previous uh, strands of these uh, these um, uh, six human needs so it's to say it's polarized I think in terms of my own life would be an understatement so for me my growth has most definitely been um through I would say very similar I think it's probably very similar for a lot of people you go through life you start life rather teens late in you know, 20s and that's when you kind of start finding your place in life don't you find and you kind of fitting in where you kind of have an idea-ish maybe of where you're fitting in. I mean, mine didn't come from even later than that, actually. Mine was sort of probably about my mid-30s. Um, and I really decided that I, I wasn't the best person I could be. I knew I was capable of so much. I just didn't hold those skills and, or knowledge. Um, I was always extremely enthusiastic, fast learner, bright-ish um, but always wanted to I, I loved learning I loved new knowledge I loved hearing new stories and that's when I decided to start learning more doing new courses um, learning more about spirituality about myself and starting to connect with myself with the world and what I wanted to do what my place in life understanding I was a mother of two sons you know and whilst I'm at, I was actually growing and trying to become a better person and and be better at what I am it's so important to understand that you go at your own pace so don't be harsh on yourself if you're not if your growth isn't as fast as you'd hoped for I think it's really important to keep your expectations real 
Yes, I agree with that, but that's the voice of wisdom speaking there. When, yeah. when you're actually immersed in that, that chase, as I call it, and for me, it was driven by significance. I needed the significance of knowing that I mattered. So this is why it's important what we spoke around, listeners, to get these, these sort of four basics in place first. My growth was fueled by my need for significance, you know, raising very significant amount for charities or, or you know, attaining high level academic qualifications. You know, it was all of my growth was kind of the, the effect. The cause was I needed to be significant. The effect was growth. But because of the underlying issues, I couldn't sustain it. It was kind of, you know, to use a financial term, it was boom and bust, boom and bust, up, down, polarised, black, white, black, white, at its extreme. So I think, you know, what you've said there, Hina, is yes, I agree with that. If you said that to me 10, 15 years ago, I'm not so sure that I would have agreed. Or, or if I had, it certainly would have, wouldn't have been as strong as it is now. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. But that's why it's so important, I think, that we do share um, and try to learn from others, because I know definitely myself, I'm quite competitive as well. So, um, but I am my, you know, I'm my own enemy. So I'd be quite harsh with myself um, and, and never really praising myself. Well done. You've managed this. Never having that kind of, you know, acknowledgement of your achievement, which I think is really important, especially when you don't have an awful lot of people around you, um, which I didn't, um, you know, for most, you know, most, most of the time when I've, you know, uh, raised my two sons by myself. So it's, it's, you know, sometimes it's great to be able to hear it from somewhere and just remind you of how you do need to just be a little bit kinder to yourself and just nurture your soul. But yes, you're absolutely right. Um, if you said, you know, yeah, definitely. Uh, but even I'd say seven years ago, um, I was still in the same mindset of being quite harsh with myself. So definitely it's taken me a while to get there. Mm. Just coming in and picking up on that uh, competitiveness note, I mean, I resonate with that very strongly, but I also understand its partner, its balance, um, mm. its twin flame, if you will, of mm, just why, who are you competing against and why? Because, you know, I, I'm certainly very mindful of, of that kind of language when I use it myself these days, you know, I train hard every day, but that, mm -hmm. okay, but what that does, it opens the door up massively for our ego to have a play, yes. have a real play. Yes. And then we have to be very, very, very careful about where we're going or why we're actually going there. So there's a, yeah. but that's down to the awareness, isn't it? Which in turn brings it down to sort of that wisdom experience, this rich mixture of, uh, as you say, taking the learning out of situations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think balance, as you just said, was uh, the key word, though. It really is about finding the balance. Um, and it's when you should have that competitive, competitiveness, when it should be allowed in and when it shouldn't, because obviously, uh, depending on what you're doing, there are elements of when it's needed. But to, you know, to the extreme where the too much ego is uh, being forced out is not healthy and it's not good. So with growth, uh, for me, definitely it would be, it would have been, doing more courses, having new mentors, um, reading lots more. What would you say that you've done, Paul, to help yourself grow? What have I done? Um, 
yeah, academic. I mean, I ended up at doctorate level in my academic studies. And that was around um, wanting to make the world a better place. You know, as I've said previously, Dr. Stephen, um, Dr. Stephen Covey was a massive influence on the earlier stage and, uh, and still is in my journey. I just love the simplicity, but the power of his stuff. Um, so the academia was, you see, the, what's interesting about the academia for me was it was tangible. You know, when I got what I call a fancy piece of paper, as a result of getting a high-level qualification, you know, it gave me significance. Because when you've spent, I think, most of your life being told how useless you are, pathetic you are, you'll never be loved. And that was kind of reinforced with physical violence. Um, you know, it's interesting with the, um, the NLP stuff, you know, where we touch, you know, certain parts of the body to reinforce a message. I often mm. smile about that now because my reinforcements, I think it's probably the most barbaric NLP stuff I ever went through as a child because my, my reinforcements were usually met by with a punch or a slap from my stepfather. Oh. So you know, there's no kind of gentle touching the wrist or touching the shoulder or, or you know, the Monday NLP stuff. It was like, mm. bang, there you go. That, that's a, that was a pretty powerful reinforcer. So the academia, sport and training, uh, hard physical training, has always been a part of my world. Even the irony of this, and I suppose the, the contradiction on this, listeners, one, you know, when I was on a park bench drinking heavily uh, with homeless people, for example, um, I just knew that, you know, whether it was the next day, the day after, the week after, the month after, I'd snap out, out of it and, and give back to society. Um, so even in my darkest hours, I kind of somehow knew that tomorrow would be another day. Um, wow. I think the main thing, though, for me, though, I mean, that, that kind of, you know, that stuff from an internal point of view, which for me is where it really matters. You know, what about... Yeah. What about me as an individual? What about my world? Am I happy? You know, mm -hmm. the growth, the amazing partners I've had in my life and, you know, have helped me to grow and, you know, to teach me about love. Do you know that greatest, we're kind of back to this again. And, you know, these two things, isn't there, um, that were energy, energy and relationships. For me, yeah, in its most distilled form, you know, one of the wisdoms of growth that I've managed to, I suppose, to find out over the decades is the simplicity of that distillation, energy and growth. That's it. Yeah. Uh, sorry, er yeah. energy and relationships. And that growth has been around really both of those. And then you start breaking that down. OK, so how did that look then? Well, it looked like hard mm -hmm. physical training. It looked like fancy pieces of paper. But most importantly of all, it looked like how I felt, how was my energy, and that then manifested in how were my relationships with others, and you know, be they personal or professional. So yeah. that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's a really positive story to share on how you've actually grown and come out of something and grown through it. Um, that's I think that's amazing. So for me, very similar, um, you know, when you're constantly told, when you're constantly told you're the opposite of where you're trying to be, 
it's actually extremely difficult. So to come out of that, it for me, it took an extremely long time. It took me a, quite a long time um, through my life to really understand that I do have a place in this world and, you know, I can contribute in some way or shape or form. And, um, and we, I like we all do, you know, and I think it's really important to recognize that. Um, and wherever you are, or wherever you're trying to aim, you can get there, you can grow and be and, you know, be, become whatever you want to. Um, it just you've just got to make sure you think about how you get there, put your plan in place, put your goal, you know, what you need to do to reach this new growth, this new level of growth. Yes. And I think, you know, the old saying, listeners, you know, the destination is not important, but the journey is. And I think, yeah, again, that takes a certain amount of acceptance, wisdom, call it what you will to understand that, because, you know, that sort of that focus for growth, when we're chasing something rather than just having the faith to let it be, uh, but we're chasing it and it's like, I've got to cross that finish line. You know, I've got to get that degree. Then I've got to get that master's. Then I've got to get that doctorate. And you're chasing, chasing. And I've got to get this new relationship with this new person. And so it's, you know, and the actual journey, the dance, the courtship, the flirting, the whole kind of learning from even the academic stuff. You know, it's stuff that, you know, I, I've certainly missed. I didn't do that. I achieved tick tick box next tick box next tick box and it's it's not you know it's not the way to do it but there again that's experience and you know it's it's great that we've got an opportunity isn't it to sort of share with people and people share with us you know about what the world's been around you know it's very easy for us you know to talk about what we've experienced you and I but, you know, maybe our listeners say, well, yeah, OK, I can relate to that. But, you know, I haven't got the opportunity to talk back to you guys and tell you about what I've experienced. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, very much so. You mentioned their faith, which I just want to pick up on, um, which is so important. So through growth, if you have been through you know, something um, as I have and you have, Paul, which is just a little bit dark, to come through that it's extremely difficult um and then when you are reaching your goals you could you could have fear fear steps in and you know those voices saying you know again we'll try and say you can't do this are you that pathetic person mm. you know are you no good you know are you useless um all those words that may have instantly you know been embedded into your subconscious mind about yourself that you've tried to rid for that that amount of time that's when faith needs to kick in and you really need to believe that it is achievable um and that's so so important absolutely and i think that you know that faith is you know what is it what is that f word what does it mean to people you know i I know that uh, we spoke about it on a previous episode Ina, around it is what it is to you for me personally it is it's one of my or if not the most intimate sacred relationship with source. And, you know, that faith that knowing that, you know, and I don't mean from an ego perspective, well, I want this and I want that and I want the other, because as you know, and listeners, I don't know to what degree you can resonate uh, 
but it doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. It's about, you know, what can you give? And I know we're kind of flipping over into contribution there, so I don't kind of go too deep on that because that's, you know, that's the, uh, the final episode of the six human needs. But this whole kind of why am I actually here, this identity, you know, my purpose yeah. to grow is to contribute. That's it, really, and enjoy the journey along the way. And I'm certainly uh, be a bit careful about throwing this word out there too regular, but guilty of not enjoying the journey, but massively ticking boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So if the fun element wasn't there and that's again, so easy, isn't it for us to forget? So whilst we're growing, whilst we're doing whatever, going through whatever part of life we're going through, it's so important to have that, just enjoy what you're doing, have fun. And, and as you said, it's not just about ticking those boxes. Um, It's about, it's about feeling alive, isn't it? Feeling part of something. Um, just you know just evolving and, and appreciating who you are and where you're going if I'm my venture it's about feeling fabulous <laughs> <laughs> I love that absolutely how did I not even say that yes absolutely Paul yes it's about feeling fabulous and feeling fabulous to me is not just about um happy 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 days it's about your in you know how do you feel inside when you when you feel great inside and you one of the things that all the human needs lead up to is happiness isn't it and that's that inner 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 kind of inner happiness that you feel fulfilled you feel you you feel at one you feel at peace and you feel at ease and I think that's uh, for me that's uh, everything and when you feel fabulous more than likely you look fabulous as well because it you you will radiate that inner happiness absolutely it all starts from within you know that Mm. um, one of the old songs around you know if you want to change the world was it michael jackson look in the mirror it starts it starts with it and and dare i say to quote another um hopefully famous four words dance with the universe that's what it's all about dancing with the universe it really is you know and and enjoying the stumbles on the metaphor on the metaphoric dance floor of life you know okay so i've took a couple of steps you know and and i fell over and i've stumbled and this is you know we're kind of uh, going into the vulnerability thing there but do you know what world it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter that I've stumbled in life or I've, what I've made, what the outside world might deem or judge to be a mistake. Because you know what? I've grown and I've learned. And what I'm going to do is actually for those stumbles, errors, mistakes, call them what you will, I'm going to take the learning from it and I'm going to get right back up and I'm back on the dance floor again. And here's my partner called the universe. It's as simple as that. Yeah, excellent. I love that. Um, and of course, that's the name of my book. <laughs> co- to the universe. Well, what a coincidence, listeners. What a coincidence. <laughs> You're quoting them all today. I love it. That's brilliant. Um, <laughs> but so easy to quote within just a normal conversation, I'd yeah, say. Absolutely. Definitely. You know, I'm not doing that, listeners, to plug Hina's book or a podcast. Absolutely <laughs> not. Because the simplicity yeah. of those two words, feeling fabulous, 
was, you know, it felt in flow to because that's what we was talking about. Isn't that what yeah. we all actually want in life to feel fabulous? So that's two simple words that actually have got a monumental, profound reality for all of us. And then the four words of dance with the universe. Well, that for me is the how. How do we do it then? We dance with the universe. We surrender and we let you know, we're kind of at one with the universe rather than this, well, I, I will do this my way and I know all the answers and I'll do this and I'll do that. And that was, you know, from a personal point of view, that was my will for a long time, which, as I say, gives a lot of significance and a lot of people benefit. But sooner or later, something gives. And when it gives, it's a bit like the oak tree being uprooted by the storms of life. And uh, yeah, it's given a few times with me. And this is why now, listeners, I go into that more accepting, embracing dance with the universe because it is the only way forward. That's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's just about growing and letting go of the past. And you said earlier, just thanking, just be grateful for the past. Uh, I love affirmations, by the way. Um, I've probably talked about that a lot. But I do love affirmations. So if I'm ever stuck or I'm trying to reach somewhere or especially with growth, I will use a lot of affirmations. And one of my affirmations at the moment, uh, well, not at the moment, I'd say a little when I was struggling with it a little bit and it creeps in now and again and I will go back to it. It is um, thank you uh, for uh, for my wisdom. I let go of my past. I am free. And I will just keep repeating that until I feel settled and understand that I am going forward. I am growing. There's lots to look forward to in life, lots to uh, explore and lots of places and, you know, people to meet. And yes, life is just um, and just understand that life is what, what I'm going to make it. You just mentioned a very, very powerful four letter F word there. Free. Oh, <laughs> free i am free and this this growth thing just listening to you speak there nina i'm going into um i think it's don miguel ruiz uh his four agreements and and it's around freedom because surely the whole point or not the whole point but certainly a big point of growth is to have that freedom i've got that space to do what i want to do with my life you know, I feel empowered. I'm alive. I'm vibrant. I'm feeling fabulous, if you will. But those four agreements. So it might be just worth taking a couple of seconds to to sort of run through those and be yeah. be impeccable with your word. What's in a word? Everything, even the self-talk that we tell ourselves, the words we use, the energy that they, they have. So number one of the four agreements, be impeccable with your word. Two, don't take anything personally. And that can be difficult when somebody's having a go at you. But it's that understanding. And this does take faith to know that he or she's having a go at me. That's not about me personally. That's a reflection of the world and the space they're in at this moment in time. That takes a bit of getting used to. Number three. And this is one, Hina, we've danced with this quite a bit, or I certainly have during our conversations. Don't make assumptions. And isn't it true that we do? How many times have I said it on our our sort of dance over the last few um, episodes? Um, One should assume, one should never assume, but I'm going to make an assumption here. And almost kind of excusing myself, if you like. And then the fourth one, always do your best. 
Absolutely. That's lovely. That's all you can do, isn't it? That's all mm -hmm. you can do is just do your best. Yeah. So as we start to, to sort of come towards a, a close now, Ina, and I was just, just sort of thinking again, listening to you speak around, how can we leave our listeners with something really powerful and thought provoking? Um, yes, obviously there's another episode, you know, about contribution to, to wrap up the six human needs, but with that, being mm -hmm. a Tony Robbins model and very, in my humble opinion, very powerful, very brilliant model. It also then got me thinking around one of his other models that he's kind of been instrumental in, and that's the 10 disciplines of love. And to quote the, the, the penultimate one, number nine, is what he calls utilisation, the power of higher meaning and constant growth. And I just kind of leave, I'd like to leave it there, just those few words, the power of higher meaning and constant growth as part of the 10 disciplines of love. Perfect, absolutely perfect. Well, that's it. We're going to close up for today. And thank you um, for having me on your podcast. And likewise, Sina, it's been a, <laughs> it's been a terrific dance with the universe providing the floor. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm really looking forward to the next one, which is our last one on the six human needs. I very much look forward to that one. And that one is contribution. Thank you very much, listeners. Um, Paul, how can my listeners find you? Um, through my website, which is paul-lowwithane.com. And everything can sort of be accessed from their books, podcasts, you know, courses, what have you. So that's the simplest way. Brilliant. And uh, and uh, your listeners can find me on my Feel Fabulous podcast or my social media, Facebook and Instagram, Hina Solanke. Thank you very much. Take care for now. Thank you, listeners, one and all. Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the game's ever-changing. How will you master it?